welcome to Sample Cupboard, the place tucked away from the hustle and bustle where we come to have a chat about whatever's on your mind. I'm Kay. And I'm Johnny. And we're here to sample all of life's ups and downs in all their glory. Grab a drink, get comfy and close the door behind you. Hello, it's me. <laughs> Hi Adele, babes, you're alright. <laughs> I was alright until I realised this is the penultimate episode. I'm shook. I am S H O K. I do not understand how we've got to being the last but one episode. Where's the time gone? How quick has it gone? I feel like we have just been saying that every single week, how quick the weeks have gone, but they really have. It was like the longest winter ever, and now we're getting into the summer. I think because there's a lot of daylight, the days just seem to be zipping by. Oh, bloody day like saving bloody british summertime but it's really nice though it's nice to have something regular every week i think because we have been doing it every week it's just made us look forward to something there's been something new to do every week yeah i know it's been a lot but i've loved doing it oh my god we're talking like it's the last one it's not we've got another two episodes for you it's going to be amazing <laughs> try not to cry here i know and we're going to have another series which is really exciting but, 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 but. <laughs> sound effects i've got to stop doing that <laughs> I cut them out every week. I'm going to leave them in. Anyway, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. I'm good. Happy Easter, by the way. Yes, totally forgot. Talk of time going quickly. It's been Easter. Did you give anything up for Lent? Sex. (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) I gave up sex for this Lent and last year's Lent and the time in between. (laughs) Yeah, also bank holiday weekend, just been. What did you get up to? What did I get up to? Well, it was Easter Sunday, so... I did an Easter egg hunt. No, I'm joking. Do you remember though? That was like the that was like the highlight when I was a kid. The highlight, yeah, I know. And having an Easter holiday as well. Like, what is that? That's just something that doesn't happen as an adult, isn't it? An Easter holiday, getting two weeks off because it's Easter, (laughs) eating loads of chocolate and just running around with like (laughs) bunny ears on your head for two weeks. But yeah, thank you so much for all the love from our No Regrets episode last week. No regrets. No regrets, baby. Sorry, did I say it funny? Ragrets. Rag, sorry, rag, ragrets. No ragrets. It's from We're the Millers. He's got a chest <laughs> tattoo. I know. I've not seen it. You've you shown me the meme, but I've not seen the actual film. You need to watch it. It's funny. So, we've got a good one for you this week. We are talking about dating dramas. I feel like we've had this in the pipeline since day dot. Like we knew we wanted to talk about this when we were starting thinking about the podcast. This was one of the ones we had on the list from the beginning. So we've got a selection of dating dramas, our dating stories, some dating stories that you've kindly shared with us as well, which were amazing. They provided me some thorough entertainment when I was reading them all last night. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And in keeping with the dating theme, this week's shower thought, I actually stole from a guy's hinge profile yes also can we just disclaim we didn't realize that shower thoughts was on hinge well we must have subconsciously (laughs) realized it that's why we came up with the name so we can't take credit no no but yeah it's more funny when we do it anyway hinge so in the shower thoughts i was thinking about this guy's hinge profile and he said you never see baby pigeons do they exist and where do pigeons even come from (laughs) so it's a double it's a double parter this week oh my god i must admit i've never seen a baby pigeon so, but they must they must come from other pigeons. That's the science, isn't it? <laughs> Call me David Attenborough, but that's how it works. That is how reproduction works, babe. <laughs> yeah, because this is so on topic today. <laughs> It's like we planned it. I don't know if it's just because baby pigeons can't fly. Don't all birds in the sky just look like blackbirds? Like, it doesn't even look like a pigeon. 
So we could actually be looking at baby pigeons flying the whole time, but they're just not brave enough to come down and sit oh on our God. fence. <coughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> sit on our what? Fence. <laughs> our fence. Oh. I must admit, I've not seen many baby birds, period. Like, you don't often see them, do you? Maybe they are just scared. It's just us just being really dumb. They just wait in their nest and then they're suddenly an adult. They must do. They must do, because there's there's pigeons aplenty. Yeah, but also, what age is a pigeon classed as an adult? Like... The, these so-called adult pigeons that we're seeing, they could only be like three months old. Oh, don't know. The kids are getting younger <laughs> and younger these days. <laughs> but then also, is he talking about the pigeons that you get in your garden or is he talking about Trafalgar Square pigeons? What's the difference? Some of them's got a London <laughs> accent. Cockney. I've got it. Why don't you ask the Cockneys and see if they've got a different answer to the Leicestershire and then we'll figure it out because it might be different for the both. Who knows? Maybe I should have matched with the guy. I should have asked him. Oh, it was his shower thought. So he was obviously wondering the same. I Actually, why have I not put shower thoughts on my hinge? I feel like I'm missing mm. a trick here. Do you want to know what mine is? Oh, you've got one on there. Okay. Well, it's not a shower thought. It's a random fact, but it could also be, bet you didn't know this. Anyway, there's too many subtitles. <laughs> mine is that Busted have more number ones than Adele. I can't believe this. I'm so, that's really taken me back. Yeah, me too. But it gets a very varied response, actually. A lot of people are like shocked. And then there's also a lot of people who are like, yeah, knew it. And so it should be. There's a lot of busted stands on my account, obviously. How has Adele not got more number ones with the amount of fucking shower ballads that I have streamed? <laughs> I didn't go through so many horrible breakups for this. Wow, God. But there you go. What was the second part of the shower thoughts? Where do pigeons even come from? So th that was the last part, but the first part was, do baby pigeons exist? And then where do they even come from? Well, yes, okay. So we can answer the first bit. They obviously exist. They're not just born a full adult pigeon. <laughs> That'd be some good going, wouldn't it? <laughs> That'd be wild. Well, they migrate, don't they? So they could come from anywhere. Do they? Well, they fly, yeah? Yeah. Do they migrate, though? What does migrate mean, actually? They move from place to place. Well, if you migrate, it means you move. But, like, normally, it's, I think it's if you migrate over country. So if they, like, flew from France or something. Who knows? We've never spoken to one and and, you know... We can't speak pigeon, so we actually don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I'm literally going delirious. It's made me do some serious overtime thinking, but also so has Busted and Adele. I think of Adele and I think of a sold-out arena. I think of Busted and I think of, like, year 3000. It's just not the same. But then I also like to know One Direction stats alongside that because I feel like they were kind of on the same level yeah that weren't they the best-selling boy band since the beatles or something oh really they came to fame though just as social media was on the rise so i feel like they've had that on their side whereas well, adele has too mm, she's not got that much of a social media presence though has she she's quite private you know when that picture came out of her in the carnival outfit <laughs> everyone was making jokes about her doing like some jungle tunes <laughs> Just really switching it up. <laughs> really 360 in it, Adele. You know what? After the last year... We're I... going to see her in the rave at 4pm on the mic. 4am, sorry, on the mic. Not a kill carnival. Let me hear you say Adele. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll leave that one there then. Let's just move on. <laughs> To the main event, which is probably equally as traumatising. The dating drama section. I'm so excited for this episode. I feel like we've been talking about this one for ages. But also I'm really nervous. Yeah, I know, I feel like we're going to really expose ourselves. But it's all fine because it's for the greater good. So, 
I think it's fair to say that, well, my track record's not very good. <laughs> I don't want to speak for you, but what would you say on your track record? Well, I'm still single, so clearly I'm doing something wrong or I've just not met Mr. Right. Not anymore, not since I've moved out of the city, but when I lived in London, I used to date all the time. I had dating apps and I'd go on loads of different dates or I'd meet people out I just maybe it's because of Covid I just feel like I don't meet anybody it's been hard at the moment isn't it it's been hard and we're both really career driven we've both got big groups of friends very much bros before hose mentality and I feel like that's potentially a factor but also as we're going into more open times as things are starting to open up like last week we spoke about going out having a drink we're also able to go out and date now it's more possible to go out on a date you can meet somebody in a park easily you can actually go and sit down in a restaurant or be outside but in a few more weeks you'll be able to sit down inside and it'll be really nice again so kind of want this episode to get everyone in the mood talk about it again bring it to the forefront because if you've not started to think about it honey You need to think about it. Right, let's cast your mind back firstly then to your first ever date. Where were you? Who were you with? What were you doing? Spill the tea. I'm just trying to think about this because I feel like my first date was something really boring, like a cinema date. But the first one that that stands out that I can remember, we went to um, the Bull Ring in Birmingham and went to like the little eating area bit in Selfridges and just got pizza. And I was like really nervous because I'd like obviously never been on a date, especially like eating in front of someone. Still now, I think on a first date, that's not eating in front of someone, but I mean like going for dinner is quite intense on a first date. Mm, It kind of forces you to stay there with that one person and you're only talking to one another. There's very little interjection that can break the silences or just break up the convo. Exactly. So yeah, we we went for pizza, but it was like one of those pizza places that doesn't cut your pizza, like doesn't slice it, Uh. which is fine. But (laughs) but the thing was, he just had no, absolutely no table manners. Like I remember he cut a slice out the pizza to start with, which I thought like that's fine. Then what he did with the rest of it was kind of, he's got a bit more like of a a handle of it now (laughs) because he's cut the triangle out. Once he'd folded it in half, he kind of rolled it half up and I'm not kidding you. But a whole pizza in his mouth. That's appalling behaviour. No, no, no. On a first date at that, on your very first date, how awful. I just instantly got the ick. You know then from that poor display of table manners that things aren't really going to get much better, are they? (laughs) It was bad. And then we went shopping for the rest of the day and all I could think about, I couldn't get the image out of my head of the... Like, he'd clearly done it before. Like, clearly practised the pizza roll. And maybe it was a trick to try and impress me, but it just basically gave me the ick. Did you say anything to him? Did you mention it? Or did you just sort of like carry on in shock? I was so shocked. I don't think I spoke for like the whole dinner. I was like, (laughs) and that's unheard of for me. Chatterbox. (laughs) This podcast host. I was just watching this food slop around outside. It it was just Mm. not elegant at all. Anyway, what's yours? What's your first date that you can remember? Oh, mine. Well, there's obviously been so many. It's hard hard to remember. But the first one I can sort of draw from it was a tinder date he came over from Coventry. he wasn't from rugby i met him at the station and we basically just walked all the way around rugby because there's nothing to do and then we went to frankie and benny's frankie and benny's the classic date spot yeah then he went back to Coventry on the train yeah so very standard very kind of basic i remember just being really nervous because it was one of the first other gay people that i'd met as well so aside from it being like the first date it was also like my first proper interaction with somebody that was also out and they were older as well so i think they were able to like go out and drink i was probably like 16 but i think they were 18 so i had a very different kind of attitude towards the whole thing and i was just a little nervous me like 
I don't know what I would have said or done. Probably made a right fool out of myself. Oh, no, I'm sure you didn't. Well, where is he now? Where is he now? <laughs> obviously just wasn't right for you, babe. First dates in general are nerve-wracking. But the first date that you actually go on, especially like you said, being out and this being unknown territory. Yeah. I think at school you're like, oh, who do you fancy? Like, mm. who's this? But I guess for you, there wasn't almost that much choice. No, there wasn't. <laughs> so it was kind of strange to meet someone in person because I'd had apps and stuff. I was on apps and speaking to people through them is one thing, but actually meeting them in person is another, which brings us quite nicely onto the dating apps. Are you on them? I am, but it was through major convincing from my friends and also my dad and his partner were like you should just get on a dating app and I thought <laughs> at that point maybe it's time okay but I don't really use it like I keep hiding my profile really I didn't know you could do that I used to use them a lot more like when I lived in London I'd use them a lot more what about you are you on them yeah I'm on them I have a sort of on-off relationship with them I go through phases of having them using them loads and then getting rid of them because I feel like I use them too much or I just get bored um, and, and kind of like going around in the cycle with them. I'm on Hinge and Tinder at the moment, flicking between the two. Okay, I don't, I haven't had Tinder for years. Yeah, I feel, I always feel like Tinder though, for gay guys, has always been really serious. Oh, okay. <laughs> because we have Grindr, which is basically a hookup app. And there are people on it that don't want that, but majority of it is for that. It's, it just seems less serious. Whereas I think for straight couples tinder is more it has more of that kind of reputation it's more of a quicker fling kind of thing but tinder's always been very respectable in the gay well slightly respectable in the gay community i feel if anything that's why i'm not like on tinder now mm, yeah i think for straight people from my, like my friends and stuff that's kind of how they've described it to me but yeah i just have i think apps get a really bad rep in general whatever app it is if you're going on dating apps there's a lot of people that look down on them and just think oh i would ne you know wouldn't go near them you never meet the right kind of people i know and i have actually been that person saying that but two of my friends have both met their boyfriends on there both of them have got houses, they live together. It's like very successful for them. There can be some really good experiences that come from it. I know people who've had like year long, you know, years and years long relationships from dating apps. I think it kind of puts you out there and you meet loads of people from it. So you kind of do have to almost go through people to find the right one, I guess. It's like with anything, but it's also quite fun. I think sometimes it can become a bit of a game as well. I don't know about you, but like the swiping almost becomes quite fun. I'm not really invested in it at the moment. I, I don't even know. I'm really rubbish on them. Got to get back on the horse, babe. Get back on the horse. We were going to talk, actually, we were thinking of talking about the kind of science behind the app and how they actually work from the inside. Because you've got a friend, right, that works for an app. Yeah, she works for um, Bumble HQ. I don't know what her role is, but it's a really interesting concept. I think the CEO of Bumble, hasn't she just been awarded like the youngest billionaire or something? I don't know what the title is, but she has just smashed it. And I only just realised that like gay guys can use it as well. So you can have like a same-sex male couple, two guys on it. Ah, uh, that's good. Who talks first? I've never used it, so I don't actually know. This okay. is why maybe we should get your friend on. If that's something you think you'd be interested yeah. in, hearing about that kind of side of the dating thing, then obviously you know now that we're doing a series two, so get in touch and we can maybe arrange that. It's very interesting. There's actually a programme on Netflix at the moment. Have you seen it yet, Johnny? It's called The One with Jessie Ware's sister in it. 
No, I haven't watched it yet, but I know you've been into it. It's basically about this girl who starts up her own dating app called The One, based on the fact that you can match people's DNA to their true life partner. I think it's based on some sort of truth that people have tried to kind of take off. Well, there's an actual app in Japan that does that. And I think it's the way things are going. Even if you look at fragrances, there's there's bespoke fragrance companies now that look at your DNA profile and will match up a scent to you or they'll create a bespoke scent. It's in fashion everywhere, bespoke clothing, personalised things. I feel like it's the way that dating's going to become because it is almost a commodity, isn't it? Having a mm. dating app, having a profile, putting yourself out there. You almost are putting yourself out there as an object and looking at all these other objects and matching them up, it's become very analytical. I feel like it's quite exciting. Very scary, but it's also quite exciting. But also like dating and like that sort of thing. I don't know, it's fun. But if you're matched with your one true match, you're just kind of like, I've not got to meet all these other people. It seems a bit clinical actually when you say it like that. Yeah, because I'd then be thinking, my brain would be like, is this the one? Or is there somebody else? Is this right? There'd always be that temptation. Yeah, this is what the thing is. In the show, they follow like different couples and some of them basically sneakily send off for their true match, but they're in like either a marriage or a long-term relationship. And they're like, they then realise that their partner is not, like their DNA doesn't match and they're not actually with their one true love. And it just ruins people's relationships. Oh gosh. It's really interesting. I'd watch it for you, but it's also scary to see the kind of repercussions of it. Well, yeah, I was going to say the fact that that's actually a thing now in Japan. So it won't be long before that becomes almost mm. more popular in other areas. Scary. But if you think, though, yeah. like people have those doubts who are in relationships anyway, don't they? They almost kind of come to those, some people come to those feelings anyway, thinking that they're having doubts with their partner. So it's almost like, mm. could this almost stop prolonging the agony and just cut to the chase and figure it out for you? Let's talk about our own dating dramas and let's cut to the chase. Come on, tell me your worst date. I need to know. There's obviously been quite a lot because we're both still single. <laughs> oh God. This this one stands out though, is it? This is a shiner of a bad date. When I think about this, it just makes me cringe. One for having gone through it and one and another time for just thinking, what even are boys? Right, excited. So I got ready for this date. He's picking me up. I was like, yeah, okay, it's gonna be nice. We're gonna go for some dinner. Picked me up in his car and chatting, you know, it's all right. I kind of knew him from sort of like mutual friends in the area and we were driving, it's all going well. And then we pull up to a local retail park. It's like 8 p.m. or something. So none of the shops are oh, open, no. but what is open is McDonald's and KFC. So he's starting driving towards McDonald's and I'm like, you are not taking me to McDonald's drive-thru. The golden arches. And I think I actually said to him, are we going to the McDonald's drive-thru? And he went, oh, we can go in if you want. <laughs> you are absolutely having me on. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. You wasted an outfit to sit in a fucking drive-thru. I know. Well, no, what was worse? So we went through the drive-thru. I decided that I was no longer hungry because I was just so shocked at this show of behaviour. Yeah, I would have been. And then he was like, you sure you don't want anything? And then he proceeds to order like 20 box chicken nuggets, a Big Mac, large fries, a huge drink and a McFlurry. And I was like, out of principle now, I can't have anything. This is before I was veggie, but I was just like, this is awful. And then guess what What he asked for extra of at the end? You know, when they ask you for your sauces and stuff. Curry sauce. Oh dear. Five curry sauce packs. He was obviously so comfortable around you. This is like relationship behaviour or hangover behaviour. 
It just sounds like he's picked up his mate. Oh God. This is a first date with this guy though. <laughs> so not only did that happen, but we went and drove up to the O2 shop on this retail park so that we could use the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> all his money on his fucking mcdonald's yeah not only are you gonna sit there and eat all that food in front of me you've taken me to a mcdonald's drive-thru at night when i've got dressed up and ready for this date like no shade to the mcdonald's drive-thru date but that's not what i want to be doing on my first date hun and then he's gonna sit on his phone i don't even understand where this was going like what did he think yeah i don't know what he expected to do but i was like oh i'm quite tired can, can we go home now please can you drop me at home and i went home and i, I didn't <laughs> actually message him back after that i just think i Heard it. Block and delete situation. Did he even offer you a nugget? He probably did, but I probably just stood my ground and said no. Probably covered in curry sauce. <laughs> I'm not having that, love. And then I also was like, I don't know if you expected a kiss from me or not, but you're certainly not getting anything now. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't think of that. But yeah, travesty, travesty. And so, you know, it's only up from there, really, at this point. I base all my bad dates on that, and I think it can't be as bad as that. What was yours? Can you go any lower? Like dating limbo. I've got a few. The worst one, basically, I gone on this date with a guy that I'd met on a night out. He didn't drink, which I thought, you know, it's fine. I don't mind that. So I said, you pick where we go. I said, like, literally we can do anything. Don't pick somewhere to drink just because I drink. But he picked this bar that was called Flight Club. It's basically like a darts bar. It's not what you think. Yeah, like, it's yeah. like a really fun bar. I can't explain it. I know the vibe. Yeah, neon stuff. Bit like Crazy Golf, but with darts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. So anyway, we got there, but he'd not even booked the darts. So I thought strange we'd also gone at like dinner time so i thought this is also strange because he was really into the gym like really healthy and the food that they did there like just was not his vibe anyway so anyway i was like do i drink first of all so i thought i'll have one glass of wine and then i thought he'll probably just have a coke or something do you know what he fucking ordered a hot chocolate with cream oh bless him <laughs> That's so sweet. So then I was basically like, should we get some food? He was like, oh, like, I don't really like the food here. I thought, you don't drink, you don't like the food here. So why have you decided to come here? Why have you come here? Yeah. Does he, he like darts? Is he really good he at doesn't, darts? doesn't even like darts. Like, we'd, he hadn't even booked to play darts. Are you joking? Honestly, it was the most bizarre thing. That was strange. So then I was, like, looking at places that we could go to get food. He was on his phone looking at Uber Eats. And I was like, why are you looking at that? You can't get food delivered here he was like no 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 like i thought i we could get food back at mine and i was like oh for fuck's oh. sake like i'm not up for this yeah so mm. anyway i was like no like i definitely don't think that's a good idea like let's just go for food somewhere and call it a night he's like honestly i literally live around the corner like we might as well do that we won't have to wait basically convinced me and i was like you know what i do trust him it's fine so I was just sat down at his his like kitchen table and he was scrolling through showing me on his laptop. I'm not you can't even make this up. He was scrolling through asking what cars he thought <laughs> I thought he would drive. And then he asked me what car I drove. He was looking at Lamborghinis and I was like a Peugeot 107. It just sounds like he wasn't really that present. Like he wasn't really reading the room. And also that he wasn't really that interested in being there. No, he wasn't. It gets worse. I can't believe it gets worse from here. I just said to him, like, it's so hungry. Like trying to make kind of excuses that I was going to leave. Anyway, I went to the toilet thinking... I need to fucking get out of this joint. Like, I need to literally climb out the window. Anyway, I came out the toilet and he'd got me because I'd said I was hungry. A packet of Quavers, a Kinder Bueno and a 
pint of water. I was oh. like, this is so strange, but also they're all my favourite things, so I can't... That's like a bit of you. Yeah, I was like pretty happy with the kinder. Did you take them and go? I couldn't leave. It was not like I could go into another room. The toilet was into the main room, so there was just no way that I could get out. I was literally in that toilet planning my escape. And I thought, even if I run out, I've got to run down those stairs and run back out, and I would need like a fob to get out. I, I was just like stressed. So anyway, I had to had to stay. And then he walked me to the tube and uh, he was like, see you again. I thought, you've barely been on this date. That was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> God. So you've never had to actually escape a date then? You've never had to climb out of a window? <laughs> no, but the... The weird hot chocolate boy was like... <laughs> Almost. Yeah, close to it. But I do think, like, how do people do that? Like, how do people just get out of the bar without somebody seeing them? Well, you'd be screwed if the toilets were in the basement, wouldn't you? Like, I just don't yeah. feel like there's windows at the back of toilets anymore. I don't think no. that's a thing. There's not. Um, I've never had to hop out of a window, but I have exited a date. <gasps> this was the date that I went on in lockdown. Um, so we met in... Soho all the tables were outside and it was really nice yeah had a really nice date like really lovely day ended up in this drag bar watching the drag show like all really good went really well and then we went for a taxi at the end of the night and I don't know what happened but suddenly we were having an argument <laughs> can't tell you what it was about because we've both basically been knocking it back since about three o'clock in the afternoon and it was like 10 p.m at this point we hadn't eaten so you know, we were just really enjoying ourselves, having a really good time, no sign of any of this before. And then all of a sudden we were having this argument and we were in the taxi and I was like, are you serious? Why are we having this argument? And I kind of just had this moment of realization where I was like, I don't need to be having this argument. I don't even know you. Yeah, so I just asked the taxi to stop and <laughs> I got out and walked uh, around the corner, called another Uber and went back to my friend's house who I was staying with. We were on this bridge in London. The taxi man was like, wait, it's not safe. And I opened my door and slammed it behind me. The guy's like, I can't believe you're doing this fuck take, so immature, la la. And I was like, call me what you like, hun, but I'm not going to have an argument with you on a date. That, I'm just beyond that. I'm not wasting my time. I cannot believe that. Mm, I know, it's just really random. So yeah, I've not, I've not hopped out of a toilet window but I've hopped out of a cab so on dramatic. a main road so Jonathan Teasdale it was very sex in the city very sex in the city ending of the movie like Carrie Bradshaw just like walking down the middle <laughs> of the main road in New York like tottering around in her like vintage Dior what's your ideal first date someone actually asked me that on hinge and said what's your ideal first date oh yeah I I do like a dinner. I like a dinner really? date. Really? It's a first date? Yeah, I do. I actually do. I think okay. you can learn a lot from a person by sitting opposite them and like the way that they speak to the waiter, the what yes. they order, what they wear to that place, where they take you, or if you take them somewhere, how they react to that. Yeah, I think you can learn quite a lot from a dinner date. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just, I don't know, I like having that time one-on-one -on -one to get to know someone. I don't feel like you can get to know somebody fully straight away, but... Yeah, I do like a I do like a dinner date. I've got a controversial question. Okay, go for it. We love controversy. What are your thoughts on paying for dates? I'd always just say to split it because I think like having that experience, you're sharing it together. I'll just be like, do you want to split it down the middle? Unless like I've ordered lots more drinks than they have or yeah. I've maybe ordered more food than they have. But what I do quite like is to share 
I like it if you can share. We're so we're so opposite. I don't even like food dates. Really? Oh my god, no! I love it. I love ordering like a few things for the table, just dipping in and out, sharing mm, the wine, yeah. maybe sharing a pud, like one pud, two spoons kind of vibe. Obviously, pre-COVID <laughs> and post-COVID, fingers crossed. I want this vaccine ASAP. But yeah, I love that. Just really getting kind of personal, up close and personal. I like that a few dates in, but I feel like first date for me, that would just be too intense. Oh, I like it. Breaks the ice. And then maybe like a walk or something, like where you can actually speak to one another. Yeah. I'm not so big, much of a fan of like, I've been on bowling dates and, you know, dates where you do you do something. Uh, bowling balls. Can you imagine putting your, whole, your fingers into the bowling ball holes now? I can't believe I actually used to do that. No. I just put... <laughs> my three fingers into this bowling ball that has just come out of this fucking oh, bit in the ground. God. I don't know where it's been, who's grubby fingers. And the fact that they serve the food at that area. Oh no, and it's all finger food. It's all chips and wings and hot dogs. No, I just don't feel like you can get to know somebody when you're trying to like bowl, trying to look good, trying not to be too competitive as well. Cause I'm a really sore loser. I hate to admit it, but I'm really competitive. One of the bowling dates I went on, the guy actually was an amateur bowler. Like he, <laughs> he went, he went to like a bowling club when he was younger. <laughs> so he was really good. He had his own ball. Yeah, I think that's the trick. <laughs> it's what bowling alleys are going to be like. You don't go and collect your balls anymore. You have to take your own. You have to have your own, otherwise it's a no go. Maybe I should invest in bowling ball stocks and shares because everyone's going to have to buy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about you though? What did you answer the guy when he asked you? Okay, my ideal first date, the best date I've been on, the best first date was like just going to a cute little coffee shop and mm. then went on a walk. I really oh, liked that. Nice. It was really simple. Maybe because of the guys that I used to date in London. They were like bankers and they'd always try and take me to the most extravagant restaurants, which is lovely, but also it's just a bit showy-offy. I feel like when you're at a coffee shop it's like you can see what they order see what they're like you also kind of get the same how they interact with the staff there or I don't know I, I just think it's quite it's chilled also I do like going for a drink but then I feel like I just get too drunk and my judgment's not always the best yeah I think I don't trust myself on drinking dates as experience has told me <laughs> I need to have some food in there <laughs> yeah so I basically said that I said a walk in a coffee date or nice. actually yeah. having said that I'm all walked out, so I would quite like to go for a drinking date or like wine okay. bar. Mm, I like that. But yeah, that's my ideal date. This guy actually came back and and suggested the zoo, but I don't know how I feel about zoos in general. I just feel like it's a bit sad for the animals. I didn't want to say that, but... Yeah, I know, it's a bit sad about the animals. I've kind of come to that realisation as well. I think when you're a bit older, you realise it's not actually as fun. I quite like a gallery date, actually, but they're very... That's a niche thing to do. Not all guys would be up for that. I feel like you can, again, tell quite a bit from a person yeah. about what they like. Although sometimes it can backfire and you can end up being on a date with a guy that knows loads about art and I'm just like, hmm, yeah, I really like the colours and that. <laughs> <laughs> and then my answer about paying for dates. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your... What's your standpoint? My view is, I think it is nice if they have suggested the place, I think it's nice that they offer to pay. for the, mm. If it's a first date, I'm just talking first dates here. Yeah, you just want them to offer. You want the thought to be there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the offer. Like, I wouldn't expect it. Or what I don't mind is if they were to get the dinner and I was to get all the drinks. Okay. I, I'm happy with that. Wow, that could be a one-sided thing, couldn't it? What do you mean? <laughs> like, if if he pays for the dinner and then you pay for all the drinks, but if you go to, like, the dinner and then a few more bars, you could end up paying quite a lot for that. 
Yeah, but I mean, it will be of similar value in my mind. Well, can you imagine you have like a tick chart? You're like, right, we've had all the drinks we're allowed now. <laughs> Your stamp card's full, sorry. But that's kind of how I feel like the first day, I think that's quite nice because although he's paid for it, I'm they'll still pay my way. And then after that, I think it's 50-50 or you kind of, I'll offer to take you here, you offer to, you know, it's equal in that way. What I Yeah, I like that flip-flop, being able to go, right, I'll get this one if you get the next one. I really don't like when guys don't let you pay I think it can be quite it's like I can afford to like to do this I know you're trying to do a nice thing but it can be quite offensive if someone is constantly like no I've got this like I don't I personally don't like that Mm. but if he offered would you let him probably not if it was every time no if it was like my birthday or something oh every time but on the first on the first date on the first date yeah because if I knew that we were you know gonna go for drinks and stuff but every Mm. day it's just I don't like that personally Makes me feel not equal to them. Well, yeah, yeah. It kind of keep. It makes you feel like you're in your place almost. Mm. You're 21st century independent lady. Let's get on to some of your, the listener, your experiences of dating dramas because we have a lot and they are fabulous. Thank you so much for sending them all in. I literally don't know where to start. Do you want to start with yours? So... I'm not going to say who sent them, just want to protect everybody's privacy. <laughs> yeah, these are all going to be anon, by the way, if you're all shitting your pants right now. Don't worry, we're not going to reveal any names. But watch out, because now we know we've got ammo. <laughs> these really, really made me laugh, though. So this girl is put. I met him on Tinder, and I'd never been on a date before. It was our second or third date, and I begged to go out clubbing. Okay. I love the club. <laughs> I just really want to go clubbing. Can you imagine her? Just like, please, please. Just really want to go to the club. I feel like that would totally be me. Yeah, and me. I can relate her. Just <laughs> put, I got so drunk, I don't remember anything, but I was woke up in the morning to find out I'd been sick on him and pissed the bed. He almost had to call an ambulance for me because I was so drunk. But we're still together almost three years later. Be yourself always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What a comeback. And well done to her because that is amazing. That's such a good performance. Honestly, I am waiting for my true love to do exactly that. What a legend. Let's hope you don't have to piss the bed though first. No, no, no. That is modern day Romeo and Juliet if you ask me. Who said romance was dead? Yeah, yeah, it is. (laughs) That is like doing the most for the one that you love. I wonder if she realised that she loved him at that moment or whether it was a slow burner, because I'd be mortified. I think I'd physically put myself off the person if I knew I'd done that. She sent me some voice notes after. She said she woke up and actually was like, you know what? I feel fine. I didn't get that drunk last night. And then he had to tell her, which was even worse. She said I looked over and he just looked disgusted. What an icebreaker as well. Well done, her. If that isn't an icebreaker, I don't know what is. Well done, her. Next one. Right, so this one... I love this one. Uh, Almost three years ago, I was chatting to this bloke on Bumble and he organised a date, said he would pick me up and it was a surprise. I got dressed up all night, did my hair and makeup and everything, was thinking it was like a nice food or drinks or something. This guy took me to a trampoline park (laughs) slash ninja warrior place. I was wearing leather trousers and he had trackies on and he never told me the dress code. Oh my God. It was very sweaty and I had the ick immediately. Well, who wouldn't, to be honest? I'd be mortified. I've got the ick just listening to this story. If it wasn't already grim enough, he tried to do a backward flip off a block and broke his ankle. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Awful that he broke his ankle, but that's just awful karma. Not telling you the date and then doing that, trying to show off. <laughs> I, so this it gets worse so I had to buy insurance on his car to drive this man to the hospital who by the way had a mortgage so he's a grown man 
and wait for him to be x-rayed while wearing my sweaty leather trousers. His mum came to pick us both up and dropped us back at home and I cried after and we never saw each other again from pure embarrassment. Oh my god this story has just took so many turns i can't believe he broke his ankle can you imagine doing anything like that on a first date so what gave her the ick was it the backflip or was it prior to that it was the fact that i think they were both at a trampoline park <laughs> and that he had trackies on never told me the dress code it was very sweaty and had the ick immediately so maybe he was like getting really into it bouncing around quite a lot and getting very sweaty and she was just like not having this have you been to one of them because you have to have special socks so he could have potentially... I've, not, I've, I've not ever been to one actually <laughs> they're like special socks to stop you slipping they've got like grip they're kind of like frog feet socks <laughs> oh so like he... the slipper socks like slipper socks kind of yeah they're like a oh, trainer wow, sock okay. with a slipper sock bottom that's the only way i can describe oh. it so he could potentially have brought his own if he was an avid trampoline park goer that could have also given her the ick they're normally like neon orange or green so if he's in trackies and then like a neon sock doing these backflips awful fair play to her though for having to imagine meeting his mum for the first time after all that after all of that yeah and having to buy insurance on his car <laughs> not me her not me sorry get your taxi bless her what a good person though have you got another one this really made me laugh so someone has sent in this guy I was on a date with just cut my boob as I was mid-sentence. He just kept he just kept it there as I talked. <laughs> he cut the boob, like, with his hand. He cut the boob. Wait for it. My friends thought the guy was a catfish and I was lying, so I took a, took a pic to prove that he was real. And the flash went off in his face. <laughs> I'm done. Can you imagine? I, no. So he was still cupping the boob. And then how on earth oh, did she try... God. Was she trying to take a picture of him cupping the boob? Or... Oh, I don't know. Must have been trying to do a selfie, I guess. I guess it would be worth... Oh, no, because if it went off in his face, then she's trying to take a picture of him. Yeah, but she might have not had the camera around the right way. This could have been the... So many questions uh, for it. I... Have you ever tried to take a picture of a date, though? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to, though. You've got to, sh you've got to put it on the group chat. Otherwise, it didn't happen. Normally, if I've actually done a drinking date, then it... they will get a drunk picture of me like really pally with the date oh, that I friend zoned yeah. <laughs> I get so drunk and start calling them mate I don't think we romantically <laughs> connected but we're really good friends do you want to go to the club I know a really good one literally me <laughs> I've got another good drinking one actually okay there's kind of two parts to this one this person went out after school when she was 18 uh met this met her group of friends at the pub and there was this other group of guys at the pub she had been drinking quite a lot by the sounds of it and was telling these guys how attractive she thought they were, that she basically wanted to go there with all of them each and individually. Um, it was like <laughs> dishing out a number, all the rest of it. So turn the clock forward to now, she goes on a date with this guy who she kind of recognises but isn't sure. Oh God. On that date, she proceeds to be told by him a couple of his best friend's names and it immediately clicked for her that this guy knew the people that she was telling at the pub when she was 18 that she wanted to sleep with them and that he would have also been a part of that group at the time oh my god so can you just imagine in her head she's like just like mm -hmm. oh right yeah mm, interesting like going along with it all the while knowing that this guy she basically prepositioned like five years prior to she's like oprah like you and you and you and you <laughs> You get a shag, you get a shag. So anyway, unbeknownst to him, she carried on dating him for like a few months after and it went really well, apparently. That's very good that he didn't pick up on it. Yeah, that's great. Like 
catfishing, but in the best way from her. I think her appearance had probably changed and, you know, she didn't let on at all. I actually, this is, this has just prompted something that's happened very recently on the dating app for me. So I matched with this guy. I'm praying that he never listens to this because this will be embarrassing. I matched this guy that I actually went to school with. And he was like three years above me. He's described himself in his own words as one of the popular first team rugby players in school. For goodness sake. And he was like, oh yeah, so you were one of the the geeky late bloomers who's now very attractive. Get the fuck out. I'm sorry, but why do guys think they can just throw their opinion around like that? I'm sorry. No. First of all, please don't talk to me about school. Who even looked nice in school? And then tell me I was geeky and give me a backhanded compliment telling me I've bloomed. Fuck that. No, sorry. Men can, men like that can do one. The guys that were typically the most attractive at school, where are they now? Do you see them? Exactly. I'm just shocked that he referred to himself as popular first team rugby player. I didn't know what to say. Yeah, because he probably wasn't. He's just bigging himself up for the app. Ew, boys. I've got another couple of short ones which I feel like are going to be worth the read. So this is quite a good one. I sent a tasteful and modest nude from the bathroom in uh, a restaurant while he was at the table after he said he wanted one. I came back and he went, why did you send me that? <laughs> what? Crickets. I don't get it. So he basically like asked for a, asked for a pic when she went to the toilet and didn't mean it. I'm assuming was maybe joking. She actually sent one. And then he was like, why did you send me that? Cheek of that. I'm going to take me and my nude elsewhere. Thank you very much. The the switch in personality. Sorry, it wasn't me. It was Patricia that asked for that nude. (laughs) I'd be like, okay, you're a psychopath. I have to leave now. (laughs) I hope she did leave. Also, someone got told that Hinge was like TK Maxx and that (laughs) they could return within 30 days. That was a guy, by the way, telling a girl that. Went on a date and ended up at Babe Station. Sorry, I didn't know Babe Station was a location. <laughs> There's a bar in Paris called Raid and it basically has shower booths. And at points in the night, men come in and shower. They're like dancers and strippers. But they're in the shower booths while you're like clubbing. It's really fun. I'm imagining that Babe Station might be something like that. Really? I'm shocked. Ask that person. I will. I'll go back. I forgot to say when I shared it on my story, actually. It was something basically like I was on a date with a guy and I saw him swiping (gasps) on Tinder. I had one like that as well. The cheek. Yeah, it's a similar thing has happened to me. I'd been dating this guy for a few weeks and we were in a taxi on the way to meet for the first time to meet his friend. And I looked over and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just on Tinder. I was like, what do you mean you're just on Tinder? He obviously knew that I'd, I'd seen it. I wasn't prying. Like, he was literally had it on his lap. He wasn't trying to hide it. Fuck off. And he was like, it's just like a, a group chat. Like, we've got a social Tinder group. I thought, you think I was born yesterday? You're trying to talk to the lads. Just fucking use WhatsApp. I'm sorry. I said, look, it's not that deep, but just don't do it in front of me. It's a bit disrespectful. At least wait until I'm not here. You could do it. Even wait till I go into the toilet. The audacity. The cheek. <sighs> got me pent up that has sorry i think we should leave it there we're both gonna go cool off now (laughs) but thank you again for sending in all of your stories it's been really really fun to read them and we hope that sharing some of ours made you feel a bit easier and ultimately looking forward to the dating scene opening back up in literally a few weeks (gasps) yes how exciting maybe we can do a roundup and an update in series two of how we've got on whether we've been on any dates how they've been etc yeah that sounds like a plan so check us out in series two 
thank you for listening yeah thank you i hope you've enjoyed it this week it's been really fun yeah i've enjoyed it we've not exposed ourselves too much which is good no we did that well like wipe the brow i think we we managed to do that one okay i have got a lot more dating dramas personally as well i'm sure you do too johnny so maybe we could do a part two. Oh god yeah that we only scratched the <laughs> surface though so next week is our final episode of this series that was our penultimate next week is going to be our last one i can't believe it i know honestly it's gone so fast but we're going to make it a really good one for you we've got a surprise guest planned who will be revealing later in the week so keep an eye on the socials for the guest reveal we can't wait exciting don't forget to subscribe on whatever streaming service you're using and if you're listening on apple please give us a review five stars only though if you don't already please give us a follow on instagram it's at the sample cupboard and we're now on all of the social apps for all of your social needs that's from tiktok youtube twitter facebook everything you name it we're on it thank you so much to alex at ronda music for all of the tracks on this week's episode we will put his details down in the show notes